Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfucking motherfuckettes. It's your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast. Sick as a motherfucker. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. Also sick than a yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you can hear that shit. How's your week, Ben Ready? Uh, my week's been cool. Uh, besides this fucking cold, everything else been lovely. How about yourself? Same. You know, battling this fucking, this harsh demon that we call influenza. You know, outside of that, I'm pretty, you know, shit been pretty good. I went to uh, go see my cousin's art display yesterday. How'd that go? That shit was fly. You know, I'm, I'm real proud of my cousin. You know, black woman had an art display in Redlands, which is a very, very white town. Lots of white people, lots of hors d'oeuvres. Uh. And she sold a lot of art. I bought I bought a piece, you know, to support my family and shit, but I think she sold all that shit. Them yeah. motherfuckers was in there going in. As they should. Yeah, like it was just funny to hear them like describe it like, oh, it's so deep and all of that shit. And like, that's fly. You know, so shout out to my cousin Gina. I got to meet her son for the first time. He like in tenth grade. That's my first time meeting him and shit. Like, Damn. yeah, you know, stay close to your family, people. Even your family that you don't really fuck with, just stay in touch. You know, I gotta, I gotta go fuck with my little cousin one of these days. They live literally maybe ten minutes away from me, and I ain't even know that shit. So, you know, I'm gonna have to start fucking with my cousins a whole lot more and shit. But, um, you know, today's episode is entitled The Problem. You know, we was watching uh, the battle earlier. That's why my shit is like way later than what it was, because I, I, I needed B to, to witness what the fuck was going on. That shit was it was bad. It was a fucking massacre. Yeah, that shit was it was terrible. Like, Wow. And it's crazy because Cassidy was a, a legend in our eyes. Like any motherfucker who who grew up, you know, like early two thousands. You know, we was all in high school and shit. Like Cassidy was up there in the same conversation with like Eminem. Like we was looking at Cassidy and Eminem as like the top two lyricists in hip hop. Like it, and it was like one A and one B. Like it wasn't even like. Oh, Eminem is so much better. And then there's Cassidy. Like, no, Cassidy was up there with Eminem and matter of fact, cannabis. Let's not, you know, leave that name out. Like, but the thing about Cassidy was Cassidy had like the 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 industry credibility more than a lot of other artists because he was also like, you know, younger than them, cooler than them, dressed better than them, like. He was the type of motherfucker that the girls thought was cute and shit. So, like, you know, we was fucking with Cassidy. And then, you know, um, this was kind of really when the Internet first started getting a little little bit of traction where we was getting like the little underground videos and audio, really the audio of the freeway battle. Mm -hmm. That's what really kind of solidified him as, quote unquote, a legend in the battle arena. Because, you know, most of us, especially out here on the West Coast, we had never heard no battle that caliber as far as lyrical. Like, we might have heard motherfuckers battle rapping diss songs and shit, but not like 
oh, these motherfuckers is rapping, rapping. Like, Cassidy was, <coughs> he was going the fuck in. Like, he gave, he gave Freeway that shit. Oh, man, that was bad. Yeah, that shit was a fucking slaughter. So we thinking, oh, yeah, this motherfucker Cassidy, he might be untouchable in the battle. You know, and it was kind of the, the same with, with cannabis. You know, like when you heard 2000 B.C., 90% of what Cassidy was saying, I mean, cannabis was saying in that motherfucker was, I battle you on the net. I battle you in the flesh. You know, like, oh, okay. Like, these niggas really is is with this battle shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, shit, nigga. Oh, okay. This, this is what niggas finna be on. Like, you know. So then fast forward maybe, what, seven, eight years when Smack DVD start coming out and... Um, what was the other shit? Cause uh, it was the one. Uh, remember when Mook battled um Jay Mills? Uh, that wasn't Lions then, right? I'm not, not sure. Lions, uh, it was another battle thing back then. Yeah, cause like it was a couple like underground battle leagues, mm-hmm. but like it, it, the level of competition just kept going higher and higher. Like, every time one of these battles would come out, like, it would be like, oh, damn, who was this nigga? Because I remember seeing the battle between um, Mook and Sirius Jones, and I felt like Sirius Jones got Mook. Mm. You saw that battle? I don't remember. I seen it a long time ago. Yeah, we're going to have to go back to yeah, that battle. I'm going to show you because I felt like Sirius Jones got Mook. It was, it was like, but the thing was, Mook brought a bigger crowd. So when you see the battle, you hear all the reactions. Everything Mook say, they going crazy. Everything serious say, it's kind of like, eh. But it's like, nigga, you know, that's that's how I go when you play a away game in a battle. So it was what it was, according to that. But, you know, anyway, just when you look at the, the landscape of battling, just battling, not hip-hop, because, you know, what, what we talk about right now is Cassidy getting this fucking head torn off in pretty much a genre he damn near birthed. He's like the godfather of the modern style of battle rapping. Like, nigga, in, in 2005, when he had that battle with um, Freeway, it was like we thought this was literally like the pinnacle of what lyricism <laughs> was in the battle arena. But, you know, we was wrong, nigga. Like, Mook, um, Iron Solomon, Loaded Lux, um, shit, Daylight, Arsenal. Like, these niggas just kept, you know, kicking that shit up, kicking it up and kicking it up. Like, we in the information age now. So, you know, it went from just saying crazy bars to being personal. Remember at one point, like battling was all like, oh, nigga, you, you tell a nigga how gay it was and exactly. some crazy shit. Nigga, that's what Cassidy was displaying. Exactly. That like, nigga spent rounds sex playing that nigga the whole time. Exactly. Like, <laughs> nigga, it was like, I got more money than you. Oh, when you was riding that cheese bus, I was working with Swiss. Get it? Cheese, Swiss. And he looking at the crowd like, hey, y'all, did you get it? That shit is Dr. Seuss compared to the shit that niggas are spitting now. Is that, it was like Rev Run battling J. Cole. <laughs> like, that's what that shit sounded like. Yo, that's bad. That's, what it, that's literally like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this shit is like, nigga, because like when you watch A-Mile, if you go back and watch A-Mile, all those bars that we thought was like super fucking crazy, because remember, like he was like uh, talking about the nigga wife beater and shit. Like, I don't even remember none of the bars from that shit. Like, oh, I'm I'm Big Buster Rhymes. Hibbity-hoo-ha. Like, one pock, two pock, three pock, four. None. Yeah. I know everything he's going to say against me. Like, nigga, we thought that shit was, like, mind-blowing. Tank top yelling, uh, Lotto, I, I don't can't fit, fit you. you. Like, nigga, we thought that shit was, like, the the hottest shit. But then it's like, nigga, you look at what these niggas saying now, and it's like, nigga, these niggas talking about 
fucking your dead mama and your mama really just died. Like these niggas, they know your kids' names. They know your uncle who smoked crack. Like these niggas pulling out pictures of your baby mama naked and shit. Like you, like do you follow battle rapping closely or uh, somewhat closely? At one, at one point, I was not no more. But yeah, I, I but listening to that, I hear niggas saying that shit. Like, these niggas know a lot about you, my nigga. Like, these niggas is talking about your family members that really exist, events that really happen. Like, nigga, like, it, it's, the, the game has progressed. And what fucks it up for niggas like Cassidy, Cannabis, is these niggas didn't progress with the game. Like, you know, something that one of my coworkers told me, you know, if you ain't moving forward, you're moving backwards. You know, because time is always moving forward. So if you ain't moving forward with the times, you're going to get left behind no matter what. Thanks. And and that's what happened with, with, with Cassidy. Cannabis, too. Because I don't know if you saw the battle with Cassidy versus, I mean, uh, Cannabis versus Disaster. I told you, man, that, that shit is out of, out, deleted out of my brain, man. Yeah, nigga, that, that was Cannabis Funeral. Yo, when he pulled that notebook out, it felt like one of my family members died. Yeah. Cannabis, super lyrical, miracle, pulling out a fucking notebook during a battle. Like, nigga. Nah. This the same nigga that made Buckingham Palace. Like, that's the shit that killed me. Like, the nigga that made Buckingham Palace pulled out a motherfucking notebook after doing songs called what? He was the original nigga that made 100 bars. Like, nigga, this nigga made, who, I think, was it Jay-Z that did 22 twos, and then Cannabis turned around and did 33 threes, and then 44 fours, and he did fucking Poet Laureate. Like, nigga star Cannabis was better than Eminem, lyrically. Like, me, I felt like he was just better than Eminem. Like, just straight the fuck up. It was cut and dry, but... You know, the proof is in the fucking pudding. The proof is in the pudding. Like, nigga, and that pudding is tapioca. It's gross. It's <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Got fish eyes in it. Like, like it's, it, it's crazy to watch niggas who we grew up on taking, you, like, it's, it's like these niggas getting their fucking heads cut off. Like, it's like watching fucking... Um, Hulk Hogan against Randy Orton and shit. Like, it's like literally watching your favorite wrestler in his fat sloppy stage fight against like Brock Lesnar in his prime. Like, nigga, we just watched the Cassidy versus uh, Arsenal battle. And the sad thing is, with these niggas, they peaked so early, they felt like where they was at would be good forever. And that's where they fucked up at, you know, and this is the, you know, I always like to parallel what I'm talking about with something that a, a regular person can apply. And, you know, me and B didn't have this conversation about people that we mutually know. There's motherfuckers in life who peaked in life at a certain age and they want to be that age forever. Like we all know a nigga who still to this day and you don't even know where the nigga find this shit at. Velour sweatsuit, Air Force Ones, motherfucker still wearing T-shirts, three or four sizes too big, jeans too baggy. Nigga still wearing shit that it's like. So you really think it's still 2007, huh? Motherfucker probably still got Lamborghini doors on this car. Mm. Like, nigga, you, you, still, you still stuck in that era, huh? With the spinners. Exactly, nigga. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how it was watching Cassidy battle. Like, Cassidy came through with them same fucking bars that he was spitting back when we was in high school. And in the battle, he thought that shit was really like landing. Like, nigga, he would spit a, a, a scheme and then just stop and wait for the crowd. Mm -hmm. And the crowd is looking at him like, hmm. That's it. Like, nigga, and then he'll, you know, like, he, oh, my, my microphone, and all oh, these niggas can't, like, 
That shit is fucking sad, my nigga. And this is just when it comes to to regular people, like you always got to be mindful of what times is doing. You know, especially for niggas like me and B. Like we we up we getting up in age. Like we 80s babies. Like we ain't spring chicken like we not the new fly shit. Yeah. Nigga, you know we we getting up there. But it's like, nigga, you got to remain current no matter how old you get. Very true. You know, like, you got you to gotta be able to, to move with the times and age fucking gracefully. Because, like, looking at a, a situation like what happened to Cassidy, all I'm thinking is he should have just did what Eminem do. Like, nobody even fucking challenges Eminem. And if Eminem gets challenged, he just like, motherfucker, I'm, I'm a platinum rapper. Like, nigga, why the fuck would I battle you, my nigga? Like, I, I I literally have nothing to prove. Like, Cassidy should have played that same card. If anything, he should have just not even fucking battled. Like, nigga, if you gonna come into battle with that same Bill Russell bullshit, nigga, you should have just not even... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Okay, like, you know, and that, that speaks to also... You know, what I what I talk about a lot on this podcast, having the right motherfuckers around you. Like, nigga, there was nobody to tell you, you're not going to be able to get these off against goods. You're not going to be able to get this shit off against Arsenal. You know he way better than this shit, right? Like, nigga, you, you have to pay attention to what the fuck is going on in any area of activity that you going into, my nigga. Like, and this goes with work, dating, just social settings in general, fashion, anything, my nigga. Like, you can't come into this shit looking like you just got out of jail doing 20 years and you didn't have no access to internet. Because that's what Cassidy looked like. Like, you know the nigga who did a dub? And he come out, nigga, he still got the jerry curl and shit, nigga. He still got the the same fucking troop jacket, nigga. He got on British Knights with the Jordash jeans, and he think he's shitting on shit. <laughs> like, nigga, you know how many of my cousins got out of prison and thought they was the flyest, nigga? Like, yeah, nigga, I still got my L.A. gates creased up. Nigga, watch when I get out. I'm going to get wow. out fly as fuck. Nigga said the L.A. Gates. Nigga, you remember the L.A. Gates, the shiny-ass motherfucking swap jeans, nigga? Creased up with the Buffalinos. Nigga. <laughs> with, the, with the motherfucking Wallabies, my nigga. Like, nigga, I had cousins get out, nigga. Thought they was finna kill these hoes. Like, nigga, you way, way the fuck out of here, my nigga. Flip phone still. Man, I'm just gonna get this Nokia activated, nigga. No. Nigga, you still playing snake on your phone? Exactly. We're not going to do that, sir. <laughs> nigga, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take you to the Verizon. We're going to get you right, cuz. Oh, don't even, nigga. Don't, don't. I'm going to buy you some dress outs, nigga. Like, nigga, I remember my homeboy got out of prison, my nigga. When that nigga told me the sizes he wore, I'm like, cuz, you a goddamn lie. Yeah, cuz, just give me, uh, you know, just some regular shit. You know, T-shirt. Yeah, let me get a 4X. You're, you're not that big, buddy. We we gonna go ahead and get you a large. Nigga, you 140. Exactly, my nigga. That nigga like, yeah, let me get the 4X with the with the khakis a a, a 48. Nigga, what's your real waist size? Like, dog, we, we don't dress like that no more. Like, let's get your real size. 
Look, nigga, give me the size is like you trying to get a uniform to work at Wendy's. <laughs> that's 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 how we gonna dress you today, my nigga. Because it's like you can't think that the era that you was in five or ten years ago is still gonna work today. And that's with anything. Any approach to anything in life, you gotta approach shit like it's today and not like it's your fucking prime. You know, that's what happens to a lot of motherfuckers our age. It's a lot of niggas our age still try to wear the same shit that we wore in high school thinking that that shit is going to be fucking fly. Like, nigga, I had put a post on Facebook the other day. Like, nigga, it's funny when I look at my Facebook um, people you may know. Yeah. Niggas had a rough adulthood, G. Like, damn. Adulthood beat your ass. Because, you know, motherfuckers still think it's it's they fucking prime. Especially, you know, and not to shit on women and shit, but women love to do this shit. Like, they think they still hot like they was when they was 19. Still in the club, 35 fucking years old, trying to do all the old dances and shit. Like, bitch, you don't even know none of the songs that's on the fucking, in the club no more. And you still trying to hang on to back when you was hot. Like... That's that's how it was watching Cassidy, my nigga. Like it was like watching fucking Larry Holmes beat the shit out of Muhammad Ali. Mm. Like nigga, you should not be in this fucking ring right now, you know. And a lot of people, this happens to them in life. Like nigga, it's a it's a lot of motherfuckers trying to hold on to a a bygone era, and you know it's just like you got to learn how to age gracefully. Like, you got to learn how to be like, all right, look, I'm I'm just going to dress appropriate for my age. I'm going to move around appropriate for my age. I'm going to socialize appropriate for my age. Like, I tell my cousins and shit, like, nigga, I'm, I'm too old for clubs. Like, I, I'm I'm a, a lounge type of nigga. Like, even if I step off into a club, nigga, I'm 37 fucking years old. Nigga, you think I'm finna go dance and sweat and bump into niggas all night? I'm going to sit right the fuck here, sip on this bottle that we bought, and I'm going to look fucking cool. You know, like if I was single, I'd probably, you know, point out a little, excuse me, could you uh bring her this way so I can have a private conversation with her? But nigga, you know when a nigga 19, you bumping all in the motherfuckers trying to knock niggas out the way to go dance with a bitch and forget to get the bitch number. Like nigga, you didn't did all that grinding and like, damn. I ain't even holler at the bitch. She didn't scurried off and dance with three other niggas. I, I was trying to holler at her. But, you know, when, when you age, nigga, you got to mature. Like, with maturity, you got to learn how to be cool with your maturity. Like, Jay-Z is like the master of this goddamn shit. You know, like a lot of rappers that hit that age, you know, and they used to be like a, a stigma in hip-hop to age. Like, remember, nigga... Fucking Tupac, nigga looking like Larry Holmes, sloppy and sick, trying to play a hate on my shit. Man, he the fat dick. Like, it was always niggas shitting on the older rappers. Like, it was never cool to get older. Like, no matter who you was, my nigga, it was like getting old was like some shit to shit on. And the fucked up thing about watching Cassidy, it's like, nigga, see, you the reason old niggas get shit on. Like me, I always prided myself on no matter what age I hit, I'm always cool. Like, nigga, I'm going to be the cool older nigga no matter what. Like my cousins who I kick it with, nigga, my cousin is 28 now or some shit. Like, nigga, my cousin, 10 years younger than me. And motherfuckers <coughs> think we close in age. And I'm like, no, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm far older than him. But... You know, I just age gracefully. Like, I know how to move and shape where I look younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't carry myself like no young ass nigga. But I also know how to just, you know, I, I, I look comfortable no matter what setting I'm in. Like, watching Cassidy nigga, and it's crazy because it was like watching a nigga with a learning disability. Like, it was like everybody was laughing at him and he thought they was laughing with him like he was 
you know, he was in his shit trying to wrap his ass off. And them niggas just looking at him like, nigga, are you fucking for real? Like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you spitting these old ass <laughs> eight mile raps with a motherfucker who literally is spitting some shit like nigga from a whole nother fucking galaxy, my nigga. Like, it's like it was literally like watching a nigga trying to drag race a old ass Ford Model T with a Tesla. Like Damn. that shit was like, nigga, this is the oldest of the technology. And don't get me wrong, nigga, in, in Cassidy's day, he was the 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 standard. Like he was the 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 top, my nigga. But this is with anything that you do, my nigga. Never get to the point where you feel like what you doing is so dope, you don't gotta learn no more. Or what you doing is so dope, you don't got to pay attention to what the industry is doing no more. Because that's when you get left behind. You know, like, when, when you feel like, oh, nigga, I'm, this is it, my nigga. Like, nigga, ain't nobody better than me. Okay, that's cool. Because that might literally be true that day. But, nigga, when you think about just in the progression of fucking history, nigga, at one point, Dr. J was considered the greatest basketball player ever. Nigga, before that, nigga, was, you know, like, shit, who, um... Will. Yeah, nigga, like, nigga Russ. there. Yup, fucking Luol Cinder. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, in, in every industry, in every fucking area of activity, my nigga, the best is only the best for a small amount of time. And then somebody comes and beats them. But in this situation, this is a, a intellectual battlefield. So, nigga, you could be great of a much longer time. It's just like with, with golf. Like, think about how long you could be a dope fucking golfer, my nigga. Like, you could be a dope rapper, nigga. How long too short been in the fucking industry? Mm, like mid, mid-80s. Nigga, so been around for a long time. 30 fucking years. Yeah. Nigga literally been rapping 30 fucking years. E40. 30 year fucking career, my nigga. And you know, yeah, you might say that his content has declined. You know, I'm not saying he's still pumping them out at the rate that he was. But when you look at careers like, you know, and, you know, whatever, how niggas feel about me putting these niggas in the same category. But like Jay-Z, E-40, and Too Short. These niggas all have a career that long, that relevant, putting out music that, you know, whether or not you feel like it's great, good, indifferent, or whatever, you know, motherfuckers are still checking for that shit. Like, but it's because these motherfuckers pay attention to what's going on in the industry and they move accordingly. Like, 444 don't sound like reasonable doubt. It don't sound like the blueprint. It don't sound like volume two. It don't sound like life and times. That shit sound like its own shit. But it's contemporary to this era. Just like when you hear fucking E-40. Like, nigga, this nigga E-40 got a hit right now. As annoying as that motherfucking shit is. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Like, nigga, this motherfucker been rapping since niggas was literally little kids. Like, nigga, my first E-40 tape, I think I was in, like, fifth grade. Now I'm a grown-ass man with kids in school, and this motherfucker still got a song that's playing on the radio, playing on TV during all the goddamn Niner football games. Like, but it's because niggas know how to age gracefully. Like, motherfuckers know how to move with the times. You know, because now that I'm thinking about it, like, this episode is kind of tailored toward older niggas. You know, the young niggas could listen for future reference, but this shit is for motherfuckers our age and above. Like, the niggas who still trying to, you know, we still want to look cool, my nigga. Like, don't no nigga want to turn 30 and just fall the fuck off. <coughs> like, nigga, don't nobody want to hit, hit the 30s and be like, well... Time to pull out the sweatpants and the white tees and just be comfortable and stay in the fucking house. And hell no, nah, nigga, I don't want to ride no minivan, my nigga. I want to look cool and fly too, nigga. 
I still want motherfuckers to compliment what the fuck I got going on, but I also don't want to look like Cassidy and try to overdo it and step in the lane with these young niggas and make a fucking fool out of myself. Because as we was watching this battle, this nigga said something that showed how fucking out of touch he was, and it literally fucked the whole battle up. This nigga said, and I quote, play with the D like a linebacker. Are you fucking kidding me? Nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Play with the D like a linebacker? Now, you know, to, to add context to this, back in 2005, that line would have hit. I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna bullshit you. Like, for real? Because the D we knew back in those days was dope. You know, like, uh, Master P had a song, may, 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 may crack like this. Ghetto dope, but the, the censored version was Ghetto D. <laughs> Which, nigga, if, if we went back and listened to a song called Ghetto D, nigga, we might be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, what? Yeah. Ghetto D. She was doing with Ghetto D. Like, it's a gang of, you know, D-boys. Gang of shit, you know, with D as in dope back in those days. But now, since we in the pause era, nigga, you can't say nothing with D without hitting that shit with, with, a, uh, with a disclaimer. And even if, even if you're not, like, super in, into the, the, the pause shit, the funny pause shit, like, that's you still You in a bad. room full of niggas who into that. That nigga said he's a player with the D. Exactly, like a linebacker. What what uh, position did uh what's his name Marcus Sam or oh yeah uh, Mike Michael Sam I think what position did he play linebacker <laughs> he probably played with his dick <laughs> <laughs> nigga <laughs> the sickest podcast going on right now nigga We might have to call this shit the flu game episode, nigga, because we over here fucked up. <laughs> Sick as a dog, nigga. Spitting this shit through the through the wire, my nigga. But yeah, like, play with the D like a linebacker. Like you you out of touch, my nigga. Like that shit, you know, like you you gotta know how to read a room. You know, like when when you get older in age. You know, when you get... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Tenure in anything, like, you know, even like in a, in a work scenario, like you can't be trying to work with these young motherfuckers. That's the reason experience is so highly valued because you understand nuance and the details of what goes on in a workplace. Like, you know, young motherfuckers could work real fast and, you know, do all this and do all that. But when you get older, you learn how to work smarter, not harder. You know, you didn't figure out little tricks on how to be more efficient in what you do. You know, when you get older, you know how to read a room. You know how to be like, hey, this machine finna break down. I've I've seen this before. You know, so like in a, a situation like with Cassidy being so out of touch, with him being able to like, nigga, I've been rapping since you little niggas was literally in kindergarten. So I know. My skill level is right here. I'm not finna rap with no nigga that's up here. 
Like, nigga, I, like, you know, like I said, when I went to the art show with my cousin. Yeah. Nigga, like my little cousin. Oh, man, I got bounce. I'm like, I used to have bounce. Oh, you don't want to get on the court with me? You goddamn right. I'm 37 fucking years old. Nigga, you are 16. You think I'm finna let this little nigga drag his kneecap across my shoulder, nigga? Mm. No. We not finna play like that. You know, because like I told him, nigga, back in my day, nigga, I'd have gave you problems. But it's no longer my day. You better show him that evidence that's out there. Oh, yeah, nigga, trust me. Nigga, I showed him the YouTube video, nigga. (laughs) I had it queued up. Like, nigga, you see this shit? (laughs) You see that? You see how I jumped over that nigga head? You see that shit? That would have been you too, little nigga. And he was like, God damn, nigga, yeah, you did have bounce. Yeah, nigga, I, I got the, I rolled a beautiful bean footage on a nigga. But. You know, that comes with age. Like nigga, I know I'm I'm not in I'm not in that frame no more. Like nigga, I remember being a young nigga at the park when the old niggas would hit you with they fucking legendary stories. Oh man, back when I was your age, and I'm like, get your old ass off the court, nigga. Mm-hmm. Shut your old ass up, nigga. You wasn't doing none of that shit, nigga. If you ain't got no fucking evidence, shut the fuck up, my nigga. If you was as dope as you said you was, your ass would have been in the fucking league. You know, and that's also, you know, something that comes with age, man. Be honest with yourself. You know, I talked about that in my last episode, man. Be be honest with, with who you are. You know, know actually where you at, where you was. Like, you know, a lot, a lot of motherfuckers is delusional when it comes to where they was at one point and where they feel like they are and where they feel like they going and where they can go. Like, nigga, it's, it's too many niggas I know literally my age right now thinking, oh, nigga, you got to hear this single I've been working on. Mm. Single, huh? So you going you gonna to start a rap career at 40. You, you finna get on at 39. Mm. Mm. Okay. Nigga, so so how many other thirty nine year old hip hop rookies you know? Well, it's a lot. It's a lot of them floating out there. They still holding on to that that piece of hope. No, I mean actually that got on. Oh, that got on. Yeah. Nah. That's what I mean, my nigga. Because you know, like I tell motherfuckers, like nigga, just me, nigga. Probably when LeBron got drafted. Is when niggas our age should have realized basketball was over. Like, all right, nigga, this nigga is a couple years younger than me, and he's in the league. Like, I remember when they start calling niggas my age veterans in the league, and I was like, yeah, basketball over with, nigga. They calling LeBron old, and that nigga's 26. This shit over. Nigga, if I thought I was going to make it, now it's confirmed. Basketball ain't my fucking lane. You know, and it's like, you got to be okay with that shit. You know, a, a, a lot of motherfuckers don't know, like, that. that's it for you. I just did uh, research real quick, uh, the ages of people getting in the game. So, um, you familiar with Griselda? Yeah. Okay, so then. Benny and uh, Conway. Benny Conway and uh, uh, West Side Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, uh, Benny the Butcher is 35, West Side Gun is 37, and Conway the Machine is 40. Mm. So they, and I think um, Mystical was older, Rick Ross was older, and um, I think that might have been it. But <laughs> that's a very, yeah, it's a, very small window, nigga. Yeah, very small. Like, and even with those niggas, they bringing something to the game that ain't in the game. Like, yeah. them niggas is bringing bars. You know, they they bring, they bring basically filling a hole in the industry. A lot of niggas is like, nigga, I, I had a homeboy nigga. That nigga played me some shit sound like Waka Flocka Flame. Mm. And I'm like, dog, you, you finna release this for other people to hear. Oh, you, you don't think this shit dope? If it was 2004, this should be fire. But it's 2019. This fire been out. Like, nigga, I'm 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 gonna need you to park that shit. 
Like just, you know, just, you know, uh, go to like junior college and go get you like a certificate or some shit. Like, nigga, you might want to learn how to weld or uh, I don't know, nigga, fix brakes, you know, take a plumbing course or some shit. Waka Flocka. He, he he was he like our age something like Waka Flocka. Yeah, nah, that nigga, ain't gonna work. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like even even when Waka Flocka came out, that was a young nigga sound to us then. Mm-hmm. I think when Waka Flocka came out, nigga, I was like 30, 28, 29 or some shit. Like nigga, that shit was it was young nigga music then. Like nigga. <laughs> Niggas our age was was still trying to. All right, I, I kind of like this. Yeah, youngster. Okay, this shit kind of cool. I, I, this shit got a little bop to it. But nigga, we was already established, grown ass men when that shit came out. You know, but it's like you know, I don't I don't shit on what niggas got going on. You know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, don't let me fuck your passion up. But at the same time, it's like, dude. You know, you you really gotta look at how you looking. You know, like I'm a, I'm probably gonna repeat this a couple more times. You know, you gotta learn how to read the room. You know, you you gotta know how to you know peep your surroundings. You know, that's something that I've I've learned <laughs> with experience. You know, I've I've always been a room reader. Like nigga, do, do I look like a fucking fool? Am I the oldest nigga in here? Like nigga, have you ever like went into a like a club or something and been like, hold on? Yeah, like what the fuck I'm yeah, like, what the fuck I'm doing here? Yeah, uh, like uh, Nick and them, they uh, a couple years back they had like uh, some type of party somewhere, a hotel party, whatever the fuck happened. And you know them nigga, I'm I'm like them niggas big homie, like they they like eight nine, some of them ten years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So they like, yo, you coming to the party? I said, bro. You niggas is all in your early twenties or mid, whatever, whatever year was it was early twenties. Nigga, I'm thirty something. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you young music. I don't want you young party. I don't, I don't even want, want you young, young girls. <laughs> yeah, nigga, nah, I'm cool. I was telling niggas that shit a couple years back. Like, nigga, I don't, I wouldn't even know what to do with no 19, 20 year old woman. Like, yeah, she grown and everything, but nigga, she ain't grown enough for me. Like, nigga, even if hypothetically I was single, nigga, like, what the fuck do I look like talking to old 13th grade ass bitch? Yeah. Like, nigga, when when you, when a, when a woman is 19 to like 23, <laughs> nigga, she not grown yet. Right. Not in the eyes of no motherfucker 35 plus. Right. Like, nigga, when, when you hit 35, my nigga. Like this is this is homeowner age, my nigga. This is when when you really thinking about grown people shit. Like I got bills and shit. I got kids and shit. Niggas paying child support. Motherfuckers taking care of children. Motherfuckers taking care of whole ass families. What the fuck, me and a a nineteen year old motherfucking woman got to talk about? What me and a twenty two year old woman got to fucking talk about? She want to talk about some shit on goddamn TV. Uh, 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 loving hip hop, New York, loving hip hop, bitch. If you don't get up on my goddamn face with that bullshit, like you know, and and this is the 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 problem with a lot of motherfuckers our age, because you know, don't get me wrong, it's some niggas our age still trying to chase these little young ass girls. And to me, I look at them niggas like molesters. I ain't even gonna sit up here and bullshit with you, chief, nigga. If you thirty five chasing a bitch, anything under twenty five. Nigga, you look like you got that R. Kelly mask on to me, nigga. Cause I'm like, I, I, nigga, I'm I'm way too mature to be even associating with somebody that much younger than me if I'm not literally teaching them something. Like the only time you really see me with like real younger niggas, honestly, I'm advising them. Like nigga, I'm 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 really like you know like my little cousin who I just met. Like I told him, nigga, you know I'm. I'm going to take you under my wing, my nigga. We really going to chop it up and we going we gonna to spend some time together. You know, because you, I ain't going to say you look like you need a man in your life because his father's around, but it's a different perspective. You know, like I, I got respect for his dad. His dad seemed like a real stand-up dude, but 
you know how you know how like again niggas our age. Like I'm the nigga our age that still you know dress a certain way, still got the new shoes that's out, and you know still kind of on some shit. You know, so like I told him, you know, because he he seen how I was dressed when I pulled up, and he like, oh shit, damn that that sweatshirt dope. Oh, you got the phone pauses and you know, yeah, nigga. You know, but his feet smaller than mine. Cause I told him, nigga, if 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 he wore my size, I was like, nigga, honestly, I'd have slid you like at least five pair of phones. Cause you know, like my wife is like, what? I'm like, man, they they just shoes. Like, That's all they are. Exactly. Like niggas, as as much as I'm a sneakerhead and I value my my sneaker collection, like I feel like if, if somebody gonna value that shit more than me. <laughs> It is what it is. My nigga, do your thing. Especially because I can go buy more. Like, you know, my cousin, he in high school. So, nigga, he ain't going to be able to go snatch up five pair of phone pauses. Especially phone pauses that came out when he was, yeah. nigga, probably nine. You know, because I got shit from years back. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I told him, nigga, you going to step on campus. Niggas going to be tripping. Because these motherfuckers came out. These little niggas probably was... You know, crawling around and some more shit, nigga. You got the shit that probably ain't gonna come out for five more years. Cause you know, like I told him, you know, pro tip as far as being a sneakerhead, nigga, all the shit gonna come out again at some point. At some point. You know, you you might have to wait a minute, nigga, but don't worry about it. They'll be back. If you would have gave him some shoes, that shit would have changed it would have changed uh his life, low key, cause when I was in the ninth grade, um, you know, I had cousins that was uh these niggas was was, was uh, slanging. They were slanging and shit. And so one of my cousin homeboys, that nigga had the, when they first came out, that he got games. That nigga, I was like, man, them motherfuckers tight. You know what I'm saying? Now at this point, I'm 14 years old. Ain't never had a Jordan day in my life. That nigga was like, man, you can have these motherfuckers. Nigga, icy. I said, nigga, I'm about to kill these niggas at school. Nigga, I'm like, I would never forget that shit. That shit, cause, you know, growing up, you know, Jordan, of course, was a shoe. Mm-hmm. But me and uh, like moms couldn't afford that shit. You know Hell what I'm saying? No. So I would just see the more the niggas who parents had bread, like, you know, just doing it. But when I once I hit the scene, it was some way different. And see, like, nigga, you know, it, it's funny, like, just uh, what would you call it? The coincidence that I got these on, nigga. First pair of shoes my cousin Max gave me, nigga. These motherfucking Jason kids, oh, my man. nigga. I love them. Nigga, my cousin Max gave me these, my nigga. He had already played basketball in them 3,000 times, beat them bitches to death, nigga. I ain't give a fuck. Nigga, I felt like I was the flyest motherfucker walking on campus with these bitches on. Like, nigga, you couldn't tell me shit. You know, so like I was telling my wife, like, nigga, that shit mean a lot to a young motherfucker. You know, especially when you ain't really got it like that. Like, you know, you know, and I'm not saying my cousin ain't got it like that, but just as far as the the collection, like niggas starting you out and you already got dope shit a week's worth of just killing them on a day, just every day. Bam. These phones, these ones, these ones, these ones like niggas going to be like, God damn. Like, nigga, you for sure gonna get some pussy off these motherfuckers. Nigga, there you go. Nigga, I done done made a man out of you. You know, but it's like, this is, you know, just what I wanted to do as a nigga that's that's progressing in age. You know, because like with Cassidy, you know, back to the the original motherfucker that this show was about, my nigga, like, when, when you get older, that should be something that, you know, or shall I say, that's something that's cool to me. Like, being the older nigga that could, you know, pass something down to the younger niggas. Like, nigga that could take a young nigga and be like, man, look, let me show you something, little homie. And, you know, still have that, you know, that 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 sauce about myself that a young motherfucker actually listen. You know, because a lot of young motherfuckers, honestly, they don't want to hear nothing nigga that's older than them got to say. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, like once you hit a certain age, a lot of young niggas going to be like, man, if you don't get your old ass out of my face. Because, again, a lot of older niggas is out of touch. You know, like me and my uh, my other little cousin was talking about this shit. Cause, um, and damn, B, remind me, we got to talk about that shit after. Um, you know, she was saying that she worked she work at a spot where they got, like, uh, at-risk youth and they want, you know, motherfuckers to talk to them. And she said, like, a lot of the motherfuckers that come and talk to them, you know, they pull up with the Birkenstocks and the button-up shirts and, hey, young, young troubled youth, um, you don't want to join gangs. You should do what I do. I'm in the stock market. And it's like, they don't want to hear that shit because it's like, nigga, you can't relate to what we going through. So why the fuck do I want to hear you talking? You know, but she was like, somebody like you, they probably want to hear what you got to say because you still dress like them. You still talk like them. Mm-hmm. You know, you did what they did. You been through what they been through. Like, you understand their circumstances. You know, so it's like as a, a, a motherfucker who's, you know, aging, you know, I want to age gracefully enough that when I, I speak to a younger motherfucker, they still want to hear what I got to say. You know, they still willing to say, okay, let, let me hear what this motherfucker got to say. And it also comes with, at your age, being at a place in your life that a motherfucker younger than you wants to get to. Mm-hmm. You can't be an old, broke motherfucker to look cool because ain't nobody want to listen to no old, broke motherfucker. Like, nigga, you a fucking failure. Nigga, I done caught you already, and I'm half your age. Nah, shut the fuck up and get out of my face, old broke nigga. Because, you know, like, that was my problem when I was younger. When I was in my 20s, nigga, I, I kind of hit paper a little, little early. And it was legal. Like, nigga, when I was 22, I was already making, like, a G a week to the house. So it was like, nigga, when older niggas would be trying to give me, like, advice on, like, what I should do and shit like that. I'm like, nigga, you make half of what I make. Why are you even talking to me? Nigga, how you going to give me some advice in, in my apartment bigger than yours? Right. Like, nigga, my, my car is nicer than yours. Nigga, why are you even trying to, oh, youngster, you shouldn't have got that truck off the lot. You should have got you something used. Why, so I could look broke like you? Like, nigga, that's how I was coming at him. Like, nigga, look at your shit and look at my shit. My shit over here is shining, looking good, rims on it, TV's playing. And look at this fucking bucket-ass Honda you in, my nigga. You want me to look fucked up like you. Nigga, I'm good. You know, and in hindsight, it's like, yeah, maybe I should have got a truck like two or three years older. You know, so I could have had a little extra money left over. Because my car note was like, shit, four, five hundred dollars or some shit on that motherfucker. And that was in 07. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I could have probably got the, the older body style, nigga, paid that bitch off and had all type of little extra paper. But, nigga, I ain't want to listen to the old nigga because he driving in an old-ass Acura Legend. I'm like, I'm, I'm cool, my nigga. I got this, OG. But it's like, nigga, that's why at, at your age, you got to be able to age gracefully enough to where it look like something even at the age you at. You know, like me, you know, and I'm not saying I'm like the coolest older nigga. Like, nigga, you know, I ain't saying that shit at all. But at the age that I'm at, like, it's like, like, I would always watch like Snoop Dogg. Like, Snoop Dogg, no matter how old this motherfucker get, he always seemed like the coolest nigga. Like, E-40. No matter how old these niggas get, they still fucking cool. As corny as Jay-Z has had a, a, a reputation to be, and he's still like the coolest old corny nigga. And it ain't even that, because it's like, the thing about Jay-Z, Jay-Z's never been really known as a stylish motherfucker. But he's always done such fly shit. No matter what he do, it just seemed cool, even though, like, he dressed goofy. But it's always cool shit. And it's like, I've always looked up to that. Like, nigga, that's how I want to be. Because, like, growing up, when I was little, like, we had older niggas who 
had fly cars and was doing fly shit. And I'm like, nigga, when I'm 40, nigga, that's how I need to be, nigga. I need to be the 40-year-old nigga that still got the new J's on. You know, he might not have, like, the newest outfit that's in style, but it, it looks stylish on him. Like, nigga, and, and that's what I tell motherfuckers in our age bracket. You ain't got to wear what the young niggas is wearing. Just wear some shit that look fly in your age bracket. Like, these little niggas wearing the skinny, skinny jeans, nigga, you ain't got to wear the skinny, skinnies, but you also ain't got to wear the baggy baggies from back when we was yeah. doing our shit. Yeah. You know, like me, nigga, I'm, I'm in the fitted. You know, not skinny, not baggy, but my size. Right. You know, like I told my homeboy when he got out the pen, nigga, look, we going to order that shit like you'll order a uniform. The size that you wear is going to fit you perfectly, my nigga. That's age appropriate. You know, because it's like, you know, I would always, like, study older motherfuckers. Like, you know, like when you look at the old niggas, they wear, like, suit pants and button-ups with the suspenders and shit. And it's like, why do those niggas dress like that? Like, why don't they dress like we dress? And then, you know, in hindsight, it's like, okay, back in his day, that was the fly shit when he was growing up. You know, but then I be thinking about, like, damn, well, what about them niggas who came up in the 70s when that bell-bottom bullshit was cracking? Like, nigga, what, what, do, them, what do them niggas be wearing? Like, and then I be like, some of them niggas be looking stupid as fuck to, just to this day because motherfuckers be stuck in they fucking era. But me, nigga, I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm, I'm just going to wear whatever's appropriate. And I'm always going to survey the room. And I'm just going to always at least try to stay somewhat current to the fucking times. You know, because a lot of motherfuckers like to, what would you call that shit? Like, and you know, like, are our mutual friend. Like, no matter what this nigga do, he look like a fucking cornball. Because his prime was at this point, and he just want to do all the, well, back in my day, this shit was hitting. So I'm going to do that. And the motherfucker end up falling on his fucking face and looking like a fucking goofy. And that was what it was like watching this nigga fucking Cassidy. Like... Nigga, and he he was dying with that shit, too. Like, and that's what made it even more tragic to watch. Like, when you watch a motherfucker that, even though, you know, and again, when it comes to surveying the room, like, you didn't do no type of, like, you know how, like, when you're doing any type of performance, once you see the crowd start yawning mm -hmm. or start looking away or start typing in their phone, it's like, all right, nigga, it's, it's fight or flight now. Either I do some shit that's going to really wow these niggas or I got to get the fuck up out of here. And, you know, like he, he said his little shit. And in my head, I'm like, it's time to go. Like, and, you know, like I tell motherfuckers about me at this age. Like, once I got to the point where on basketball courts, I couldn't do shit. No more. It was like, all right, nigga, I could either develop some crazy old man jump shot or just hang this shit up. Like, that's the reason they have 30 and up leagues. Right. Like, nigga, you know, like, maybe it's time for you to only play with niggas your age now. Because if I was Cassidy, that's the only battle I'm taking. You want me to battle, nigga? Go get Eminem or Joe Button or fucking uh, Joel Ortiz or Crooked Eye or some shit. Like, I'm only battling niggas from my era because that's the, that's the playing field that I'm on. Right. You know, when you start to progress in age, this is the shit that you really finna have to start looking at. Like, nigga, it's time to play with niggas your age. It's time to do shit appropriate to your age motherfucking relationships as well. Like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here still trying to chase women that's down here. Like, nigga, it's time to start fucking with women that's on your level. Like, nigga, it's, it's time to start fucking with some grown women. Because, like, I, I, I tell women that a lot more than I tell men that, sadly. 
Like, you really need to start fucking with niggas that's on your maturity level. Like, you still trying to fuck with niggas because they got the sauce. You still trying to fuck with niggas because they fly. You still trying to fuck with niggas because they cute. Like, you need to start fucking with niggas that's mature. Because all these cute niggas ain't mature. They spend too much time trying to be fucking cute. Mature niggas ain't got time to try to fucking be cute. Like, nigga, mature niggas ain't sitting up here trying to see what the, the new fucking jacket is and what the new trendy shit is. Like, nigga, mature niggas got bills and shit. Like, you need to find you a nigga that got some bills to pay. Like, you know, motherfuckers just need to, to learn how to act their motherfucking age. You know, live your age. Do shit that's age appropriate. Move age appropriate. You know, it, it, it just looks a lot better. <laughs> You know, like, you got to move with the times because time is moving. You know, especially the fact that you can look in the mirror and realize time is moving. Mm-hmm. Nigga, go look at Throwback Thursday. Nigga, you don't look like that no more. Nigga, go, go get the picture from when you graduated high school. Blow that bitch up. Go stand in the mirror and hold that motherfucker next to yourself. Tell me time ain't went no motherfucking way. Shit. Nigga, them 10-year them challenges exposed a lot about people. I was like, boy, you had a long decade. Long decade. And, you know, like, and not to say nothing, but it was a couple motherfuckers when I posted mine. I said, nigga, you looked older 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I don't even know if that's a fucking compliment, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, I thought I was fly back in the day, nigga. <laughs> but you know like I told him nigga, I take better care of myself now than I did 10 years ago honestly and the fact that nigga I'm, I'm 37 so 10 years ago I was 27 so it wasn't like I was super young 10 years ago you know but I matured and realized nigga you gotta take better care of yourself so I do that so yeah I probably do look younger now than I did 10 years ago but you know that's just something that, that I would advise any motherfucker my age older or motherfuckers that's 10 years younger than me, 27, nigga, you getting into these 30s, nigga. It's grown people time. Start doing grown people shit. Because adulthood is coming. And it's coming fast, homie. Like, it's so crazy that when you young, 5, 10 years seem like a long fucking time. Now that we 37, 5 years ago seemed like that shit was... Man. Like, nigga, think about it, my nigga. That song, they know... They know, nigga, that shit sound like that shit ain't even that old. That shit is what, uh, almost 10 years old? Nigga, the blueprint is going on 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Yep, sure is. And the shit, like, nigga, we was practically grown. Mm. Like, nigga, a, a, a lot of shit. Like, nigga, when you get older, nigga, time started. Time don't do nothing but go faster and faster. You know, so just remember that shit. And move fast. With that shit. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhousemedia. Town, E, house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously, not another podcast to be named later. Friday evenings, 9 p.m., possibly. Working title, working time. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, it's probably going to be on a new day. So we don't know, nigga. Nah. Let's just say Ben Ready has a podcast brewing. Has a brewing. It's going to pop up like the Lemonade album. Lemonade album just is here. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Um, No Rules podcast, No Rules with a Z, Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m., um, I guess you would say a new format and shit. But no matter how you do it, nigga, hump days will never be the same. Never. Cat versus dog podcast. Uh, Sundays, three p.m. Pacific time, and too much game live at five on Sundays. And the newest member of the umbrella, the Talk Flirty podcast. Check her out. Talk Flirty Tuesdays. Yep. Tuesdays at six o'clock. Six p.m. Yep. Pacific, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so check out the Talk Flirty podcast. We got some other podcasts on the way to be named later. Yeah. Um, shit, anything else? 
Nah, that's that's it. Stay current. Hell stay, yeah. Stay flowing with the current, man. Yeah, man. If you ain't moving forward, you're moving backwards, man. Age gracefully. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gun. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.